0: I would like a tissue, please. No! Please. Okay. Please. Please, sir, uh. I
1: want to blow my nose. <laughs> it's running me with phlegm eyes. Oh, wait, that's in the humus.
0: <laughs> This episode <laughs> is sponsored by phlegm. <laughs>
1: I kind of have like a self-pension as well where I it's like an ISA that I don't touch and Mm -hmm. just money goes in. But the amount of money that I'm putting in, by the time I'm 70, I'll have a hundred pounds. <laughs> but I think the world will be flooded and exploded and we'll all be dead by then anyway, you know?
0: Well, that's kind of my approach. I think that the climb apocalypse will come. Yes. And then it's going to be my frequent jogging. Yes. And other survival skills like knitting. I could knit things yes. out of human hair. That's You're going to
1: Exactly. It's that that's going to get me through. Pensions yes. will mean nothing. Money will be, it'll be like a bottle cap fallout situation. Mm-hmm. We don't care about money. Anywhere. It's no. going to go back to a bartering situation where you've got, like, I <laughs> will give you my goat milk if you can give me exactly. some of your rhubarb. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, paradise. Mm. I kind of hope for it. God, I would I love that. There is something really good about going back to that simple Stardew Valley. Fuck it. I'm going to start a farm life and where you just dial it all back into pure backbreaking <laughs> farm labor. <laughs>
0: Well, it it feels like your labor would be meaningful again. Yeah. Rather than just bureaucracy and administration.
1: Just making someone else rich by doing this. Yes. Things. Yeah.
0: I mean, we'd have to survive the horrendous culling of the human
1: race. Oh, yes. The murder and the desperation. With you and I and our jogging, mm-hmm. I feel like we've got an edge because we'll be able <laughs> to flit away like spring Jack. We've got an edge. We're runners. We're we running now says us doing couch to 5k <laughs> of which we are struggling at the five minute running jogging point
0: okay i'm on the 25 minute running point. oh shit so, but you you're a tiny gnome lady i'll carry you on my back it'll be fine good i guess we have to do the topic i guess we have to say who we are oh fuck welcome to everything's awful forever we talk about history then cry about it then laugh about it Hmm. i'm philippa evans i'm jessica burn I came across a really nice sentence when I was researching for this episode. Lovely. I, I read the sentence and I was like, I like it. That's a it, sentence. That's a good
1: sentence. I'd like to
0: take that to bed and
1: <laughs> cuddle with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and change its ideas about sound and act No, run. What? <laughs> uh, Shh. So I read it in Roy Porter's Madness, a brief history, where he says that setting the sick apart sustains the fantasy that we are whole. And Ooh, I was like, I like that. That is a good sentence. It's a good one. We
1: enjoyed that sentence.
0: Which I think goes to the heart of one to of what i want to look at in this little series on madness that i'm doing i mean that and the poop jokes the poop jokes are good as
1: well Oh, they're always gonna be in
0: but the ways in which we as a society have so often constructed this figure of the madman (laughs) and blamed them for their brokenness and then banished them from society to the madhouse (laughs) or outside the city walls or wherever they wouldn't embarrass or inconvenience us (laughs) but also poop jokes poop poop jokes yep
1: that's, now. that's what we're here for.
0: <laughs> or black bile, which is going to be the subject of my episode.
1: Yay,
0: black bile. So last episode we took a, or last episode or the episode before last episode, What's I guess. One? My last episode, mm. we took a brief look at ancient perceptions of madness and the competing views of madness as a supernatural phenomenon and as this natural medical ailment. The latter, did my voice
1: just echo in my head? I think I'm still <laughs> broken. Okay, I'll I'll wind you up again. (laughs) Off you go. (laughs) Suddenly, my voice just kind of went and I was like, God? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, Jesus. uh, Subscribe to our Patreon. Fucking God. (laughs) So
0: the latter view of madness as a natural medical sickness gave birth to the Hippocratic theory of the four humors, the four bodily fluids that determined not only your physical health, but your mental health as well, mm-hmm. as well as the color of your poop.
1: And skin.
0: Ah, uh, food
1: the Let's continue labeling and <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this wasn't just empty philosophizing. Philippa said, following the discussion of how food determines your race. <laughs> anyway, so not just empty philosophizing. I'm looking at you, Thales. The world is made of water, of Miletus.
1: Mm-hmm. I I understood that reference.
0: <laughs> the Hippocratic texts provide examples of specific cases. It's like this ancient version of House MD, which I think would make the best television series
1: maybe ever oh shit it's like game of thrones meets house but without dragons or with them and everyone's greek yeah maybe
0: i can see it now ancient greeks are falling like flies the disease is ravaging athens oikos md wants to dissect them but ancient greek cuddy won't let him because it's fucking blasphemy oikos
1: and then he does it anyway. And he does it anyway with a quip.
0: <laughs> so Greek physicians noticed that there were broadly two types of mad patients. They were the ones who were withdrawn and unhappy and the ones who raved and smashed things. It, it checks out. Yeah. yeah. Smashed things, check one. Yeah. It's quiet and sad, check two. Yeah. So in the Hippocratic texts, madness shows two faces, the manic and the melancholic Mm. although they did also talk about conditions like hysteria and epilepsy as well as phrenitis which is kind of like when you got a fever and you're all confused in the brain as well Mm. but we're gonna push those to the side okay they're boring let's get them out we've talked about hysteria and epilepsy that's common it's it's gonna be a biggie and phrenitis (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that is (laughs) so mania and melancholia these manifestations of madness would become very popular in medical writings in the centuries to come. And that's what I'm going to look at. That was my long introduction.
1: Splendid. I'm marvelous. i lubed up and, and ready for the, for the full penetration.
0: I need a regular
1: wind-up, apparently.
0: That's <laughs> gr- <laughs> the truth is that Jess murdered me yeah. episodes ago. Yes. And I'm now just this little mechanical puppet. <laughs> She's like this clockwork automaton Mm -hmm. that needs winding so when we're not podcasting i'm just endlessly serving jess Mm -hmm. her wish finally came true that's right but sometimes she forgets
1: to to charge me up yeah and sometimes as well when i just leave you you kind of just like stand frozen (laughs) with a just a creepy wide-eyed smile that doesn't Mm. quite touch your eyes just standing in the middle of the room waiting for my return so
0: up until now and by now, I mean classical Greece and Rome. The even more ancient Hippocratic doctrines were adopted and refined by physicians such as Areteus and Galen, names that we're not going to remember, but just in case you're interested. Good. Galen was a physician from the same period of Arataeus, who himself came from Cappadocia. And what more do you really need? They were about 150 to 200 AD. Good. Done. They, they read the Hippocratic texts. They liked it. They wrote a lot of stuff as well <laughs> about it. Good. Done. Good done. And then later on, after the fall of Constantinople, Islamic scholars translated and preserved all these texts and kept them safe from the medieval Christian world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Istanbul, Constantinople, it's
0: Istanbul. Do they ever mention Byzantium in that song? Why did Constantinople get the works? That's
1: nobody's business but the Turks.
0: So for a lot of the medieval period in the Western Christian world. Uh medieval period by the way, stretched from five hundred eighty to one thousand five hundred a d so quite a long long one, yeah, there it go Longy. These texts weren't widely known to them, and religious thought became the dominant lens through which people interpreted madness once again and If insanity is caused by demons, and I think we all accept it you know, yes, then the best cure is exorcism, of course. And medieval Christians were really keen on exorcism. Like, they liked it. It wasn't a chore to them. They woke up in the morning fresh
1: and ready to exorcise. Wait, it's kind of like nowadays. People are like, how can you cure your mental health? Ex- exercise. <laughs> yeah. Where's my award? Give me a comedy <laughs> award right now. You've won the Humour Medal. you <laughs> have done it. <laughs> I
0: told you, Mum. You <laughs> see? <laughs> so, because exorcism proved that the word of christ was powerful and could cast out devils see his proof that god is real they really thought it was a good thing generally and should be done more often good yeah makes sense and i mean the science checked out like look at jesus he didn't in the bible so <laughs> pff, yeah yeah people considered mad would also travel to saint shrines and tombs by force or of their own free will and spend days or even weeks there waiting to be cured just sitting around waiting for a miracle to happen around and apparently it was quite disruptive for church services <laughs> yeah. when the screaming hour be- like arrived <laughs> the yelling hour
1: oh we laugh Mm. (laughs) mental illness Uh, oh hilarious they're so so gauche (laughs) (laughs) and
0: there were many many people suffering from quote-unquote madness. After the fall of Rome, the Christian world was ravaged by poverty and disease, including the Black Death, which wiped out around 30-60% to of Europe's population. The Hippocratic texts had fallen away during this time, like I mentioned, and the only institution to survive the fall of the Roman Empire was the Roman Church. (laughs) That's all that remained to people. So that's what you had, and that's what was gonna get you through. But as the Christian world made contact with Islamic culture, around the 11th century Onwards, primarily through war and <laughs> crusades. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, the crusades! Oh, the good old days! These texts were widely circulated once more, and Hippocratic writings made a comeback. Mm. So medieval Christians were like, "Oh, you kept them and you translated them. Oh, okay. Thank you, guys! That's just Take Thanks. that! Your religion is wrong." <laughs> Bye these texts made a comeback (laughs) and lasted through the renaissance and into the 1800s in which the civilized rational male assumed full superiority over animals women and children
1: rightfully so
0: their rightful place the tippy top of the pyramid and the demons gave way to mania and melancholia, which were once more the two dominant manifestations of madness, the enemy of reason. Mm-hmm. So melancholy. Mm. Melancholy literally translates to black bile. And it's the buildup of the black bile in your spleen. There's a lot of L's in there. <laughs> the buildup of the black bile in your spleen that leads to the symptoms of melancholia.
1: Ah, that's when they say people have too much spleen. Spleen. That's what they mean. Yes. That they're uh, miserable. There's the black bile. It's melancholy and miserable and mm. a downer. Sadder. A bummer. Of its symptoms,
0: one doctor, Arataeus, who I mentioned lived around 150 to 200 AD, says, Sufferers are dull or stern, dejected or unreasonably torpid without any manifest cause, such as the commencement of melancholy. And they also become peevish, dispirited, sleepless, and start up from a disturbed sleep. Unreasonable fears also seize them. They are prone to change their minds readily, to become base, mean-spirited, illiberal. But if the illness becomes more urgent, hatred, avoidance of the haunts of men, vain lamentations are seen. They complain of life and
1: desire to die.
0: Which sounds like me. All right, Basically, any time to work
1: on a Saturday. Tag me from this. I don't like it. <laughs> that you just. just, just... I feel seen. I feel Stop very seen every <laughs> Yeah, Fuck. I feel like that's everyone. But I feel like millennial humor is black pile. Also, he was just like, yeah, they're like boring and fucking bummers and I was like, alright, calm down, leave them <laughs> alone. Can't all be Extroverts, Arataeus. Maybe maybe they just don't find your jokes funny, Arataeus. Maybe they are just bored because you are boring.
0: Have you ever considered that you're the common denominator, Arataeus?
1: Like All these people really hate it when I show them my collection of interesting pieces of bark. (laughs) They're all mad. Mad, (laughs) mad.
0: But melancholy also carried the risk of delusions and hallucinations. Oh, fuck. As well as paranoia and anxiety. Shit. For example, Aratea speaks of one man who believed himself to be a sparrow, others who cried like children and demanded to be carried, (laughs) and a man too afraid to piss in case he drowned the whole world.
1: Stop describing me! (laughs) I guess with great... Power comes great <laughs> responsibility. I like he was so confident that his piss was pissier than everyone else's piss. <laughs> You'll all die. And I was like, okay, Greg, it's fine. You just drank a lot of water today. <laughs> Stand back, Mildred. It's got I break. feel like I could piss forever. was <laughs> one of
0: those drunk peas that never oh, ends. Oh, God, the never-ending drunk <laughs> pee. Yeah. After seven drinks, you're like... Was Will this, this ever end? Is this my life now?
1: I'm just, <laughs> Leave without me. I'm just the piss lady now. <laughs> just forever piss.
0: I'm always always unsure as to whether or not it's the level of inebriation
1: that mm. makes it seem forever. Maybe. Or if it's, you know, <laughs> all the bottles of beer. <laughs> I think I believe a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: And I'm just waiting for my friends to start rapping on the door, being like <laughs> It's been three hours. <laughs> philippa philippa like we're up to our knees <gasps> throughout yeah. all my research i wondered what happened to piss man in the end yeah because you're yeah, like he must have peed eventually or did
1: he just die of, like, or like did he just y- die y- what you can kind not of actually did like infection. urea poisoning or yeah. something who knows i don't know you tell me our taste didn't write down the important details Shit. just like ah, ha guy, <laughs> guy thinks he could piss all right and we're like bye. well bye. could he Tell us the ending. Chekhov's gone much?
0: I mean, we're still alive, so I guess we know. <gasps> Shit. So melancholia had many, many causes. Immoderate eating or drinking. There it is again. Fuck. I feel judged. Too much or too little exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Not pooping enough. Oh. Because then your body is full of poop. Which rots in your body oh. and tends to black bile. Ah oh. Good luck sleeping at night. I, I know I can't. won't. <laughs> you know that. She's gonna lie in bed at night going i wonder if it's
1: rotting oh, no. i love it is this why i'm so sad i just these things where it's like it's either this or this where it's like you either eat grapes or you don't eat enough grapes sex is good but also bad but also it makes you a whore yeah but then if you don't you're not ah uh, uh, just don't <laughs> do anything or
0: feelings of anger fear and anger i could i could do it as well
1: is this real are you just roasting me right now this whole episode is it just a roast i'm just describing
0: you yeah just like
1: yes this is your life
0: oh you got me this is a gimmick episode i was going to just keep going until you guessed Shit, i've got like 45 more minutes
1: okay we'll just edit just my discovery out until the end
0: (laughs) (laughs) redacted But this humorous, but this humoral approach to madness really reached its peak in the 17th century with Robert Burton, who spent his entire life, his entire life, working on the anatomy of melancholy, which was printed in 1621 under the pseudonym Democritus Jr. I would have gone for something better. Yeah, that's lame. (laughs) Sorry, Robert. He lists as possible causes, aside from diseases of the spleen, bla... Brain, brain blood mm. even so possible causes idleness solitariness too much studying oh passion <laughs> perturbations what's that <laughs> i'm perturbed <No. laughs> discontent cares miseries vehement desires and ambition again it's you care too much and not enough You're too alone. Not, But but you need to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) No. I am perturbed. As cures, he listed the standard list of diets, exercise, fresh air, warm baths, because baths were still okay back then. Mm. Better sleep. All very nice. Very wholesome. I see as much on my Instagram. Yep. But also bleeding, cupping, scarification, vomiting, and purging. Okay, bleeding...
1: I do that anyway. You are a woman. Yes, I already do that. I I do cupping of certain things. I don't really know what what else cupping entails. What? What does that
0: mean? Cupping. So cupping.
1: Oh, your face! You're making expressions. Cupping therapy is a form of
0: medicine in which a local suction is created on the skin. I
1: thought I might have been that.
0: <laughs> Wikipedia tells me <laughs> cupping has been characterized as a pseudoscience and its practice as quackery. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. Good. Yes. It worked for Robert Burton, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, what that would entail exactly. Yeah, d- is it supposed to like suck
1: the toxins out to that little circle area or something? And I'd... that's why it goes red because of demons.
0: Uh, <laughs> all I can think about when I think about cupping is the pain machine from the Princess. Bride, (laughs) so no, no, thank you. Pass less of that. He also adds to this ancient list: music. So taking us back to King Saul, who was soothed by David's pop Mm. again. Biblical remedy got to work, yes, and marriage for melancholy maidens. Ah, Oh, only for the women, okay. No, no, I mean, he was a lifelong bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Was he now? He was. And he too suffered from melancholy. I kind of put the car before the horse there. What's interesting about him is that he wasn't just writing from the perspective of a physician, he was writing from the perspective of a sufferer as well. Oh
1: dear, sad boy. Mm.
0: He states, that which others hear or read of, I felt and practiced myself. They get their knowledge by books. I mine by melancholizing, which is my new favorite word. Melancholize. Uh, can you, you, do you want to come out? Just,
1: nah, I'm busy and melancholizing a what, bit. What, what's you doing there, for?
0: Melancholizing.
1: Melancholizing.
0: So yes, he recommends marriage for maidens. And was conveniently single himself, but apparently no one took him up on the offer. Duh. Bless him. Of course, it was easy for him to admit to melancholia because it was becoming quite the fashionable disorder, since even the ancients had linked it with creativity and genius. Of course. Uh, Yes. So, the advent of the brilliant but socially inept, unhappy, yet witty and ultimately
1: likable male character was born. Uh, I... I got into a big thing on Twitter about this (laughs) and every so often I keep getting comments about it and Mm -hmm. where it might mute it but there's this professor from Bloomington University that basically wrote an article about how inferior women are. I should show it to you because it is gold and it's like you're a professor actually teaching at this university and this whole thing is about basically how uh, the genius man is being overtaken by the women in university and there's no safe space for that genius man anymore and women are basically ruining it because we are more sociable than men and so we come in with our high iqs but also our social (laughs) skills ruining everything it's unfair (laughs) basically so like the whole the whole thread i I i chimed in on this being like so what you're saying is that there's a the uselessly absolute like that fucking asshole you know the one that has Mm a high IQ and thinks he's a genius therefore thinks he can be Dr. House but the thing is to be Dr. House you also have to be brilliant not just a fucking cunt (laughs) that man against mm-hmm. the per- a woman who is a genius that has been taught to be more social and nice to people and he's like what a disaster it would be to <laughs> let them ruin academia and it's like okay so the well adjusted but also very intelligent woman <laughs> the older quote unquote brilliant male begging for a safe space <laughs> yes isn't that really good and funny and ironic? Like? <laughs> is that what, that what you want anyway it just very much reminded me of that but oh. I, I want to mute this because I keep other people keep chiming in and big arguments are happening on there and it's mm-hmm. like I don't really I don't want to read this anymore. It's too sad.
0: But I posted my sassy comment and I'm done now. And I
1: finished.
0: I've done finished. There was a, I think he was a biologist at a prestigious university who was complaining about how women are nothing but distractions for amazing male scientists (laughs) and that you should have a segregated space
1: (laughs) in the lab. Oh. With the in and out bits and their nice (laughs) hair and their nice smells and men are literally just slobbering dogs and so therefore we can't control ourselves how
0: can i look in the microscope when you've got boobies i know they're
1: just there not that you're showing them or anything they're just like in your clothes but i know they're there Uh, i've got the name at nobel scientist Oh. Tim
0: Hunt <gasps> talks about how female scientists cause trouble for men in labs who said the trouble with girls is that they cause men to fall in love with them girls. and cry when they're criticized. Oh god. I mean I feel we've gotten slightly off tangent but still. But that was, ugh. <sighs> Like this was in this okay, it was a couple of years ago, it was about two thousand and fifteen, mm. but still,
1: yeah, this was like two weeks ago, this thing well, and, uh... well then it hasn't stopped, so... no. <laughs> geniuses need safe spaces to be brilliant but without women and... falling without women falling in love
0: with them yeah. and crying when the man is like shh very nice boobs but i would like to look into my
1: microscope now <laughs> as, as we're just shrieking and talking about <laughs> shoes and kardashians whilst they're trying to do noble science <laughs> noble um, science and i'm there <laughs> going i like shopping I'm in love with you Personally, I like the Kardashians shopping Kardashians shoes 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 period
0: <laughs> what are you doing here Jess you don't even have a biochemistry degree
1: Kardashians <laughs> shopping makeup
0: <laughs> tell me
1: again about your collection <laughs> uh. Of no. My so. <laughs> anyway. Back to madness. Speaking of all that, back to madness. <laughs> Speaking of insanity, <laughs> women.
0: <laughs> so, yes, um, despite the fact that he prescribes marriage for melancholy versions, he never married himself, oh. ignoring his own advice to be neither alone nor idle. But he did write a thousand page fucking encyclopedia on <laughs> melancholia, so presumably there was no time for sex. Yes. Uh, Not idle, but alone.
1: He did half of his advice and it worked. <laughs> Something.
0: So, like the humble cauliflower in the 21st century, melancholy would come to have an even greater glow up in the romantic period.
1: <laughs> what the fuck was that? You I, wrote that down. I did. <laughs>
0: I love the term
1: "glow up." It's a good it's term.
0: What didn't happen to me? Oh, did you ever glow down? <laughs> <laughs> so during the Romantic period, mania and melancholia would fall away from the medical world and get picked up by artistic folks. Mm. So like Keats, Shelley, other poets during that period would reconstruct it as this dreamy kind of sadness. Yeats, like the beldame, sans mercy, just loitering away. Thinking—it's not healthy for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you want to.
1: Maud Gone doesn't love you. Oh, uh, that un- melancholy. Listen, mate. You want to come for a jog?
0: No. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I will maybe confess to having read Burton's Anatomy of Melancholy in my garthias and deciding irrevocably it me. Oh no! It's still cool
1: today, Mom. It's not just a phase. I want you to have in your backpack that book as well as Nietzsche, <laughs> and just and just walk around reading it at bus stops. I'm glad I did not know you then because I think I would have gotten into a fist fight with you. Listen, Jess.
0: Brilliant women need safe spaces too. <laughs> <laughs> but as my teachers told me, stop moping about in black lace. It's literally sewn by orphans in factories who'd kill to debate the superiority of Anne Rice over Stephanie Mayer. <laughs> Which leads us to yes. the
1: Victorian workhouse. <gasps> Seamlessly so. segwayed, segwayed. Thank you. Wonderful. It took me
0: a month to come up with that. <laughs> So first up for of the workhouse, I guess, get the usual out of the way. Hello, I said awful forever pod on Twitter or awful forever podcast on Instagram. We
1: also have a good reads.
0: We do reads because we reads good. We reward words good. Yep. I'm no biochemist,
1: but however, we are geniuses with high social skills. <laughs> <laughs> and the goodreads book club is our safe space yes and also as we've said a lot maybe depending on how much you got edited out we have a patreon there's good episodes on there. You can start from just one dollar a month, which really, really helps us it,
0: it really, really would. This podcast currently runs at a bit of a loss. <laughs> yeah. And while well, we really want to make it for as long as we possibly can, donating a little would do a lot for us. Yeah. A lot, a lot.
1: So even that Yay! one dollar would help. And also we've got exclusive content on there and new and exciting things coming. Very soon, very exciting things as well. I, I want to mention it now, I wanna listen it now, but we can't. So, yes, thank you. And watch the space, I guess. Yes.
0: Things are coming. They are. <gasps> so am I. <gasps> <gasps> <sighs> and on that ecstatic note. <laughs> I guess we crawl out the Victorian block.
1: Why are we always crawling in and I out? I don't right? know. <laughs> Why don't we have functioning feet? We only have listen. There's dog flaps. That's the only way you can get in and out because the workhouse is filled with children usually. <laughs> we can't reach the door. <laughs> <either. laughs> we are both short ladies. and <laughs> I just,
0: just pretty much crawl usually. <laughs> So on the other side of melancholia lies mania, which is caused by yellow bile Mm. and is marked by excess and a lack of self-control. Am I describing you again? All of
1: this is (laughs) me. I'm just... (laughs) What is the cause of it? So it's like spleen is black bile, Mm -hmm. yellow bile is... Stomach juices. Oh. Mm. Mm. Black bile
0: apparently is your poop. (laughs) rotting poop rotty poop and juices that are in the spleen Mm -hmm. whereas yellow bile is this burny caustic liquid in your stomach that's I guess I just think of being hangry (laughs) excess give me all the steaks (laughs) all the food I need it in the bath give it to me so, this manifestation of madness expressed itself through fury, excitement, and fevered cheerfulness. Oh my God. But in a grim way. For example, the sufferer might suddenly slaughter all the servants or wander around the city in a euphoric state. Ah, it
1: me. It me. It me.
0: Or they feel super inspired all the time mm. and study the mysteries of philosophy and astronomy late into the night. So, get yeah, me in the morning, yeah. three in the morning when everything suddenly makes a beautiful but terrible sense. And you're,
1: like, sitting in the dark and it's all connected. You hear the low hum of the universe and you feel in your bones that it's saying, you really want to get into haberdashery in a big way. And you're like, yes! And leap out of bed to go and embark on that. Where you're suddenly like, oh my god,
0: 7th century botany (laughs) and fucking Gnosticism? It's all connected. It all goes straight to the top, and you feel like there's just beams of light going into your brain, but you're not really being productive. No, you're just kind of reading Buzzfeed articles. Yeah, and yeah. going like, <laughs> yes. Ah, yes, <laughs> but as everybody, I love that feeling. So for the classical Greeks and Romans, both melancholia and mania deviated wildly from the norm of a calm controlled temperaments yes it's not me no sane people were not all about being extra rational citizens have self-control one 16th century swiss physician felix platter said of mania sometimes they're the authors of relatively modest words and deeds which are not accompanied by raving but more frequently changed into rage they express their mental impulse in a wild expression and in word and deed then they all come out with false obscene and horrible things exclaim and swear and with a certain brutal appetite undertake different things some of them very unheard of for men under any circumstances even to the point of bestiality behaving like animals some seek sexual satisfaction particularly intensely oh (sighs) Oh.
1: sounds exciting
0: (laughs) so what's interesting is that in a sense melancholy and mania have survived in some form in medical discussions to this day in the form of bipolar disorder yes and Aritaeus has sometimes been said to be the first to observe bipolar disorders, because he'd talk about patients that weren't just melancholic or manic, but they'd swing from one to the other. Mm. Although one hopes that we take a more sympathetic mood now than was taken back then. Mm.
1: One would hope. One
0: one would hope. One would hope. <laughs> hope. We said doing a comedy podcast about <laughs> mental illness. Yeah. No, I, I take that back about madness.
1: Yes. From
0: it. It's, it's not the same.
1: <laughs> no! Stop, no. stop emailing us right now. I can hear you doing it.
0: So in my last episode on madness, I mentioned that the Hippocratic tradition removed itself from the religious sphere, preferring to give a natural medical explanation for disturbances of behavior and mood. To the mixture of body and mind... The Christian world added the complication of the soul, (laughs) for which the body was just a temporary dwelling. And the lines between what was natural and what was supernatural became increasingly blurred. Because unlike the Hippocratic physicians who scoffed at the idea of epilepsy being caused by spirits, Christian doctors really did believe that Satan was real and that the world was inhabited by spirits and ghosts. Hmm. And Satan was always looking to mess with people satan
1: that asshole
0: (sighs) you trickster you (laughs) so is madness natural or supernatural and this is where some interesting mental gymnastics were performed (laughs) because the difference between god and satan is that god has to be more powerful than satan otherwise we're all caught in a bit of an awkward situation (laughs) for a weird discussion on how this makes vampires problematic see our episode on vampires hey (laughs) so while god is able to defy natural law being you know above it and all that and all that satan can only act in accordance with the laws of nature so god can create miracles satan can only perform wonders the two terms were miraculum and mirum and a lot of ink was spilled discussing the differences between the two
1: yeah what's a wonder against a miracle
0: a miracle would be something that defies the world as we know it it's so gravity doesn't work anymore I don't know I, I'm not a medieval I, I, philosopher I like
1: where that was going though please continue
0: I guess if God made you mad it wouldn't have to have a physical cause it would be a purely spiritual thing you were just
1: stricken and therefore now mad
0: where Satan can only tinker with natural laws to affect the spiritual. Okay. And so he'd like maybe make you a little bit constipated so you held on to that poop a bit. Uh-huh. And then it rotted and built up in the spleen. And now you're melancholy. And now you're sad. That's my takeaway from it. Right. The difference between the two. It's that Satan has to play with natural laws as they are. He can't just go, Boom. Now you think you're a sheep.
1: Right. He has to manipulate what's already there, whereas God can kind of just create it.
0: I mean, I think
1: it's all... (laughs) of <laughs> like, none of, none yeah. of it is real. I mean, are we discussing this? Let's talk about what your favorite dragon breed is next.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that I'm penned into a corner where I'm like, well, you see, what it is is this is was... the difference <laughs> between a miracle and a wonder. <laughs> but it was important to medieval Christians, mm-hmm. so that's their explanation. <laughs> Satan can make you mad, but organically. And this made space in the Christian world for naturalistic physicians. They didn't go rocking the boat by saying that madness couldn't have infernal origins, and you know they they played by the rules. They prescribed some prayer for good measure. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah. Whereas priests wouldn't argue against a healthy diet and a good night's rest. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, Satan yeah. has been keeping you awake. That's why you're crazy. Yeah. Also, you're a woman <laughs> playing with what's there. <laughs> Just have a nap and shut up. I wish someone said that to me more often. <laughs> It did establish the problem of where to draw the line between physical and spiritual, and there was some professional jealousy from both sides, but for centuries medical writers wrote as much on demons as a source of madness as the (laughs) priests. Which is why Burton, the author of The Anatomy of Melancholy, advises sufferers to first begin with prayer and then use physic not one without the other, but both together. And he says, How far the power of spirits and devils doth extend, and whether they can cause this or any other disease is a serious question. And worthy to be considered. Many think he can work upon the body, but not upon the mind. But experience pronounceth otherwise. <laughs> he first begins with the fantasy, and moves it so strongly that no reason is able to resist. Of all other, melancholy persons are most subject to diabolical temptations and illusions, most apt to entertain them and the devil best able to work upon them.
1: Do you think he was just making excuses for his own shitty personality? I think he just liked saying pronounces. I, I liked that. <laughs> and Doth also. Doth. That was very good to me.
0: I think that they just couldn't choose. You've got two great explanations.
1: Mm-hmm. Rotten poop. Yep. Satan. What do you go with? I like them both. I like that the idea of how to fix it as well was just kind of like throw things at the board and see what sticks (laughs) and do that then. They also used to really mix up their
0: cures into this weird religious but also medical but maybe a little bit astronomical kind of alchemy thing. One cure for for melancholy or whatever disease because let's face it, they did it for everything. Whenever they bled a patient, they might at the same time be like, out satan out with the blood oh no and so you're bleeding which is what hippocrates would suggest but you're also chasing out the demons from the blood right so it's like a two in one well that's just a good deal just try it all yeah if it doesn't hurt just just give it it in there yeah and that is mania and melancholia. Mm. From here, I'd like to get onto how people actually treated these disorders. So hospitals and asylums. And that's what I'm going to do next time. But I find it interesting that these ideas about mental health lasted for over a thousand years. Even bipolar was called manic depression for the longest mm-hmm. time. And bipolar itself, I'm, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not even qualified what? to whisper the name bipolar.
1: <laughs> but I don't even know how well it's understood now. Oh, I, I think so many of these things still very little are. Like, we understand them a lot better, but still they manifest in different ways and different people, too. So you can only kind of, like, vaguely put them in. It's like, I guess you're in this category, sort of, you know? Mm. Are you just faking? Because you're a woman <laughs> and you mix shit up and you're just crying uh, at the scientist because <laughs> yes. he doesn't love you. <laughs> love me, Tim Hunt. I only took these years and years of study and all, all this time just to be close to you. <laughs> I don't want to look at... Different cool things with heme. I don't give a shit about heme. Fuck blood. Heme, heme fuck blood. Get it out of here. i that be our almost for now. Heme fuck blood.
0: <laughs> get it out. I don't care about heme, I only care about
1: him. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, we should go.
0: I'm <laughs> focused mostly on the Christian world up until now. Yeah. Because I mean, they are God's chosen yes, people. God is God. But it was the Islamic world really that gave us hospitals mm. which we which we which we mm. medieval Christians <laughs> which the Christian world Took from them, mm. and eventually it evolved into the madhouse. I love that they
1: see they see a thing, and they're like like it I invented this (laughs) and then just make it to themselves (laughs) it's mine now it is mine I don't think anybody wants to assume responsibility
0: for the asylum oh no but I will Mm. and that's what we'll do (laughs) next
1: time (laughs) it was you blame me so what's your somethings and I sometimes I am honestly gonna struggle think of something gonna struggle yeah you have any suggestions of ever talking about anything your hair looks lovely oh does it it does (laughs) thanks looking good it's nice. been admiring it. Hmm. Hmm. Have you punched anyone recently? Yes. Well, I mean, that's, just, that's more weekly. <laughs> it's just my day-to-day. It's like brushing my teeth. I guess. Um, I've been playing Okami again. Okami. Oh! Oh, oh, <laughs> it's the Islamic version. No, Okami, which is very good. I love that game. I played it so many times when I was young. And it's recently been one. Recently, like two years ago, was re-released.
0: Ooh. I've seen it played, and it's so pretty, and I want to play it so badly, but I just don't have that platform needed. Yeah, I
1: I love it. It's it's great. I miss, because I love video games, but sometimes I miss the simplicity of the old, just kind of like platformer. Mm -hmm. And so when Spyro was redone, it's like, yes, just fun. (laughs) Still, you know, still can be a challenge, although not really so easy, (laughs) but... Yeah, I I miss it. I wish new there were new platformer games in that vein.
0: Even just maybe it evokes like the childish excitement when you played Crash Bandicoot for the first yeah. time. Or...
1: It's just fun because sometimes I don't have the time to sit down for huge chunks of time <laughs> to get into this deep storyline where everything's terrible and and yeah arthur dying fucking tv <laughs> <laughs> miserably <laughs> and you just want to play the shiny wolf game where you can run around and woof a lot oh and that's been nice it's been like a nostalgic blast from the past and also just enjoying it it's that is nice, nice. i'm yeah. glad that you so my hair's good and akami is good <laughs> With some and nice I think sometimes. that is good. Yeah, and we're going to watch a horror movie
0: now. Yes, yeah. horror movies. Ta-da-da! Jess, oh, I guess I've done my my somethings and nice I sometimes the previous episode, but yeah. mine is that I really like our little horror movie tradition. I love it. Jess and I do the episode recordings, and then we go and spoop ourselves. Yes,
1: we have a good spoop after the after the talks, <laughs> so we don't have to look at each other anymore. <laughs> so we don't have to make conversation. Oh my God, we just sit down and. <laughs> And scare. It's nice. Oh. So I guess here's our awkward goodbye. Yeah. Oh, goodbye, bye. B- 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>